Rise and it's changing lives. I wanna live till I die, make a difference, right? I wanna give those in need a reason to fight. I wanna live every day like it's my last night. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Mind Muscle Experience, the podcast to help you shift your lifestyle in the areas of mindset, movement, and nutrition. That way, when you lose the fat, when you get strong, when you get healthy, you can sustain that shit long fucking term. That is the game we're playing here. That is the name of this game, long-term sustainability. Because I know there's a lot of people out there who are looking for that thing that's gonna help them lose the weight fast, it's gonna help them get healthier. And so you get started and a month later, you're not where you wanna be yet and you get frustrated and you quit. And so that's the idea of today's podcast we're gonna talk about. I wanna talk about your expectations versus reality and why your expectations are what's fucking you up. And this is, I guess, gonna be kind of more like a mindset-related episode which I guess a lot of mine are, but like I firmly, and I've been thinking about this a lot. I've been thinking about this a lot because one of my clients asked me the other day, because um, I have a face, a free Facebook group. And if you want to join, shoot me a, shoot me a DM. But I give away like all of my best information for free. And so all you would really have to figure out is how to apply the, the apply it to yourself. Because that's really what you, that's really what people pay me for. All of the information is out there. You can find workouts. You can find diets. You can find the things. Um, you can find mobility programs probably for free. You can find mobility workouts for free online. Like even though it's something I specialize in a bit more, you can find these things for free online. All the things I talk about mindset related, you can find it online. You can find it all online. And if you guys haven't explored ChatGPT yet so fucking cool it's so cool i know people are skeptical about ai but like this thing is really cool so um all like i give a lot of i give my best information away for free like I, it's not like because one of my clients asked me the other day i have a facebook group and and um you know i had like four or five people join and this person was like oh you got some new clients i'm like no they're not clients they're just people who join the community and um and and they said well you're you're gonna you're not giving like all of your best information away for free are you She's like, you're, you're keeping some things for yourself, right? And I'm like, no, I, I don't care. Because at the end of the day, it's like a lot of people understand information. A lot of people understand the basics of health and fitness, you know? And what are they, right? Eat better foods, move your body more, challenge yourself with resistance exercise so you can build some muscle, um, or as some of you may say, tone up. And, you know, sleep, get water, hydrate yourself, things like that make better lifestyle choices. I, th I think, I really do think most people understand this. I, I think most people genuinely understand this, but do you know it? And there's a difference because understanding it is, okay, that information makes sense. I get it. I can wrap my mind around the information, but, but knowing it is experiencing it. So taking the information you can wrap your mind around and then applying it in real time, seeing the results and be like, wow, okay, that actually really works. That is the fucking truth. Like this is really how you do it. And so you may find a weight loss program that's gonna help you lose 20 pounds in a month, but can you sustain that? Because what they're probably gonna do, and I've had clients who have gone down this route before, they've done like diets where it's like they, they severely limit their calories. And look, I, I am um, openly against massive calorie restrictions, openly against it because it's not fucking sustainable. And so you lose the 30, 40 pounds, right? And then what do you do after that? You put it back on because you didn't lose it in a way that'll allow you to sustain it long-term. So you lose the 30, 40 pounds, it throws your body into hormonal chaos, and then what do you do? You don't know how to eat. 
You don't know how to eat to sustain it, but you lost all the weight. So then you go back to your old eating patterns and it's just a vicious cycle. And so that's your expectation. And people do it. Like it's out there. You can find it online. And some of these diets and their programs, they work. So like, if, hey, if you want to go down that route, go find one of these diets, try it out, and then let me know. Just seriously. And, and if you can find a way to make it sustain, if you find a way so that, to sustain it, after you lose a bunch of weight really quick, please tell me like i genuinely would want to know because i i have yet to cross come across that many people that can do it there are people like i think the guy um he's big on the internet david goggins i think he lost an incredible amount of weight um really quick and he's he's still in very good shape but the thing is he's a fucking savage and most people aren't like that that's a tremendous amount of willpower type of thing so it's like what can you actually do, right? And so then, so then this comes to the, the point of like your expectations versus the reality of the situation and your effort level. Because I think this is really where a lot of you get fucked up. This is where a lot of you get messed up on your, on your weight loss journey, but like your health and fitness journey is a collective. Um, and I've been there before and I'll, I will share my experiences, but you have this expectation that like, you know, I should have lost like two or three pounds in like a week. I should have lost like 20 or 30 pounds already. I should, I should have lost my belly fat. You know, I'm doing all the things right. I should be there already. I should have this thing. I should achieve that goal. Why Why haven't I? And so your expectations may be far exceeding the reality of the situation, which is that your effort level does not match the expectations that you have. Like if you want to lose 20 pounds in a couple of months, like let's just call it three months because that's, you know, they say a healthy weight loss is about one pound per week. And so if we use that as a general metric here, then that would mean in three months, you know, about 12 13 pounds would probably be a good amount of weight loss for you. So actually, before I continue, because I, I don't want to forget this point. Um, if you guys take anything from the episodes, please leave a rate and review on iTunes. That stuff really does help go a long way. If you don't create content or you don't put anything out on the internet, there on the internet, let me just tell you, if you want to support someone like myself or any small business that uses the internet for anything, because I don't just mean this for me, I have friends who have small businesses too, and I make a point to do this all the time. Likes, comments, shares, all those things, like the podcast rates and reviews, they go such a long way. They help us with the algorithms. They help us get in front of more people. They help us help more people. And that's really the name of the game is just to see how many people that we can really impact and so like if you can if you take anything from these shows these episodes please leave a rate and review on itunes it really goes a long way for me um i would really appreciate that and you know for any small businesses that you guys like and you want to support like their stuff on, on social media it really does go a long way support them you know share their stuff just leave a comment like oh my god that's cool you know or just put like a fucking fire emoji those things go such a long way and you don't have to do that for me you can do that for other people that drives me nuts, but I think other people would appreciate it. I don't know. Do your own thing. So anyway, I just wanted to say that. So back to the, back to the topic, right? This this message was brought to you by Tyler's Random Rant. So um, your expectations and your effort level, right? Like if you're sitting there right now, you don't have the results that you want yet. You're getting frustrated by it. Um, is your are your expectations far exceeding your effort level? And this is like seriously, you have to be unwaveringly, I don't know if that's the right word there. You have to be insanely honest with yourself about this because I think a lot of people bullshit themselves when it comes to this. It's like, you're not really putting the effort level to see the results that you really wanna see this rapidly. But instead, you could do one of two things. And I'm gonna come back to my example too. You can do one of two things. You can either lower your expectations or or you can you know put more effort in and then see more results. So let me drink some more coffee. So with that being said, my example, right? So if you have this expectation to lose 20 pounds in three months and 
know, a healthy weight loss is one pound per week. So that's about 12 to 13 pounds in that three month period. Um, you would have to go above and beyond to do it. So I think if we just go purely off calories, so this is why calories, counting calories can be valuable because it's a, it's, a, it's a means to measure your food intake to see what really is helping you. And I'm just gonna quick, quickly pivot off this and then come back. The reason why I don't think many of you need to be tracking your calories is because if you are struggling to lose fat and you've been in a calorie restricting diet for years, and this is a lot of the people I work with, calorie restriction isn't your problem there's a good chance your issue is more hormonal and being in a calorie restricted, eating a calorie restricted diet is throwing your hormones out of, out of balance, like drastically. And so your body is in a constant state of stress and your body cannot relax. And therefore your body cannot heal. Therefore your body cannot function optimally if you cannot get yourself into a parasympathetic or restful state. And I've worked with a lot of more women specifically that have never experienced, or at least appears to me, I could be very wrong about this next statement. They have struggled to, I'll rephrase this. They've struggled to actually know what it's like to feel fully relaxed. And if you can't relax your body, your nervous system, your nervous system is like the computer hardwiring programming within your brain, and it controls every ounce of your body. And if your nervous system is so programmed to feel stress, and you're never getting into that restful state, parasympathetic state, it's gonna be very hard for your body to figure out how to utilize fat as energy and burn it off your body. Because when we're stressed out, it's essentially a defense mechanism. And stress is normal, it's a common thing. Cortisol, it's a, cortisol is a, a, a huge word these days, it's a trendy word. Okay, we got cut off there, my mic did something weird. So, uh, cortisol and inflammation are really big trendy words these days, but they're both normal biological, physiological functions in the body, like they're normal. It's just the degree to which we are experiencing it. So if you are chronically stressed out, chronically inflamed, your body's never gonna get to that place, right? So what you wanna do is eat better quality foods and then not worry about the counting calories as much and give your body the nutrients it needs so that your body can begin to heal and then learn how to ease your mind a bit more. So this is something I really work with my clients on a lot. It's because like the mindset behind this stuff is huge, guys. Like seriously, I think the psychology cannot be overlooked for a lot of you, a lot of you. So anyway, to come back to my point. So um, calories and all that stuff aside, coming back to my point of expectations. So we have the example of three months, 20 pounds weight loss, but the average you know, healthy weight loss is like one pound per week. And so you have to begin to put in the effort level to match that. So if you want to go above what is, what is, would be an average amount of weight loss per week, you're going to have to give an above average effort. So with calories in this case, if we're tracking calories to, to gauge weight loss here, I think it's, I forget the calorie deficit you had. I think you should be in like a 500 calorie deficit a day. So it's 3,500 calories in a week, which is about one pound of fat, right? So you, that's, that's a good, that's a good amount of calorie deficit right there. And so you have to be in that large of a calorie deficit. You had to be on top of your calories. And so that's just for one pound per week. Now with 20 pounds, we would need, you know, that's averaging, let's just call it, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make up a number here. It's not right, but a pound and a half a week, right? So then you'd have to do 3,500 times one and a half. So that would be 1750, 4,500. That'd be like 5,250 calories. You'd have to be in a 5,250 5, calorie deficit 
So I'll just call it 5,200. You'll have to be in a 5,200 calorie deficit. Bear with me, guys. I'm, I promise I'm going to get to the point here. <laughs> you have to be in a 5,200 calorie deficit for the collective of the week to lose a pound and a half a week. And so for a lot of you, what, what, what is that? What is that going to be? Like a, a lot of you, it's going to be it's going to be hard for you to eat in that much of a restriction. So divided by seven. So to be a 742 calorie deficit. So if your baseline calories is 1,500, you would have to eat a little over 800 calories a day. And some of you people <laughs> claim to love food. I talked to a lot of people who are like, I love food though. It's like, do you though? <laughs> um, like we need food to survive. Loving it is really dicey. So anyway, that aside, it doesn't matter. Um, that all aside, like you'd have to be in a 700 calorie deficit each and every day. Like, can you actually do that? Right? Because that's just the first thing you would have to evaluate. Then it's like, okay, you have to weight train still and you're in a calorie deficit. So your energy levels are going to be depleted. That's going to affect your sleep. So your energy levels are going to be more depleted, right? So can you handle those stressors? And then it comes down to, can you maintain a certain intensity in your training with less food in your system? And then maybe even potentially adding in some cardio to really get those extra last few pounds off. And, and then on top of that, like you'd have to meticulously track your food. You'd have to really be like eating the same foods pretty much daily. So you know that, you know, the input, you know, if you're going out to eat and stuff like that, even if you're tracking your calories, you don't know how they're cooking the food. Right. So that's another factor. And you would have to eliminate that to make sure you're really getting the results that you're looking for. So this is where the effort comes in. I'm not just talking about the physical effort in guys. I'm talking about putting in the effort mentally, because if you're depleting yourself of 700 extra calories a day, then your energy levels are going to be depleted. It's going to tra take a tremendous amount of willpower. Like I actually give my hat, take my hat off to bodybuilders for this regard because they have a tremendous amount of willpower it is amazing so you would have to be able to override your subconscious programming to like go eat more food you know you're going to be tired you're going to be exhausted like can you handle that because again it's not just physical effort you're going to have to put in it's going to take a lot of mental effort and so that's where it's like you have to evaluate this before you start setting these expectations that I'm going to lose 20 pounds in three months. It's not that it's impossible, but your effort level has to match that. So, so it comes down to you either adjust your expectations to meet the reality of the situation, and that is that you're not willing to put in that effort, or you put in the effort, right? Because there really are a lot of factors here. It's not that things are impossible to do, but it's just going to be a real big fucking challenge for you. And like, so um, my my example is for me personally, I have I have wanted to do pistol squats for the last six years, but I have never actually committed to doing them. I would practice them them here or there, and I would get frustrated. I'm like, I should be able to do this by now. I should be able to do this by now. Like I'm, I'm, I'm in good shape. I'm young. I'm like all the things. My joints are better. My mobility is getting better. But why can't I do them? And it's like, motherfucker, you don't practice them. And so that's why the last three months I've been really dedicated to some of these goals I've had for a while now, because it's like I had to like, like reality check myself. It's like, why am I getting frustrated when I haven't actually put in the effort to master a pistol squat? You know, why get mad at yourself? Because what we're doing when we do that, guys is you're putting this Im immense amount of pressure on yourself. Like you have to do, you, this has to happen. Like this is the goal, it has to happen. And then you fall short, right? And then what happens then? You get frustrated, you beat yourself up. And then what? It just turns into this negative self 
self-defeating loop, this negative self-defeating mental loop you get stuck in and it cripples you. It, it stops you from achieving your goals completely. And so is setting goals unrealistically high helping you or not? And I want to make myself very clear because I am somebody, I, I like to consider myself an ambition, ambitious person. So I like to set my own standards high. I like to set goals that challenge me, but I, I'm g very guilty of setting goals that are far out of my effort, the effort level I'm giving. And so then I have to reevaluate. And so like, you really have to check yourself on this, like, evaluate your goals. Do they far exceed the effort level you're willing to put in? And it's okay. You don't have to put in the same effort level as everybody else. Put in the effort level that you're willing to put in. This is how we sustain it long term. We are fucking realistic with ourselves. There is not this there it, the the window the what health means is not this narrow finite window that has one definition. What health looks like for you is different than what's going to look like for me. There are general general bar ballpark things that we can all go off of. Like all you know people like to say you can be healthy at every size these days. I will not agree with that until the day I die. Not agree that to the, to the day I die. I don't think everybody needs a six pack, and I don't think everybody needs to be shredded to pieces. You know, you can carry body fat. Body fat is a very normal thing. Um, but being obese, being overweight, carrying excessive amounts of weight for your body, your frame is not good for your body long term. Not just from um, diseases, from a disease lens, but from your joint health perspective, from every biological perspective we could probably think of. If I wanted to go down the, the whole rabbit hole of like the endocrine system and all the things, which I don't. So yeah, I will disagree with that till the day I die. And so there are some basic metrics for health that we can all go off of. Like, can you touch your toes? You probably should be able to, but if you can't yet, doesn't mean you can't, doesn't mean you won't be able to, it just means you got to work on it. Right. And that's cool. So that's the cool thing about this. We can all change and adapt and grow. But there's some general basic markers that you can base your health off of. But from there, it's like, okay, what does my relationship with food look like? Right? What does a healthy lifestyle look like for me? How am I managing my stress? What is that going to look like in a year? You know, imagine your goal. Imagine you achieve your goal. And then evaluate what actions and, and behaviors that you have to create in your life in order to, to achieve that goal. And then start to implement them one at a time. So just start by going to the gym. And and guys, don't overcomplicate this. I had I I, I shared a I shared a post on my my Facebook the other day and I was like, what what do you struggle with more? Do you struggle to know what to do in the gym or do you struggle persuading yourself to actually take the necessary actions? And someone said perfectionism. And I'm like, so what you're actually saying is that you struggle to persuade yourself because perfectionism is essentially you just keeping yourself in the same self-defeating loop over and over and over and over again because you think it has to be perfect before you get started instead of realizing, no, all you have to do is take one action today and that one action today can lead to 15 new actions in a month or two and your entire life can look different but all it, it can start with a literally a 10-minute walk but instead, you have to come up with this entire fucking plan that isn't gonna work anyway because it's unrealistic compared to the effort level you're willing to give and then it ends up backfiring on you. And so you seriously, you have to evaluate your expectations of what you want versus what you're actually willing to put in, what effort level you're willing to put in. Or else there's a good chance you're just gonna keep repeating the same cycles of losing weight, gaining it, losing weight, gaining it, getting healthy, falling back into self-defeating habits. 
There's a time and a place for me to eat ice cream. And with the summer around the corner, I already feel the craving for it. I noticed it yesterday when it was 75 degrees. I'm like, okay, it's time to other. We got to plan our ice cream adventures <laughs> for 2023. So I got to start planning that now before my mind goes crazy and just starts buying pints of ice cream all the time. So anyway, I'm gonna wrap it up there, guys. Please, like I said earlier, if you guys can leave a rate and review on iTunes, I'd really appreciate that. Those things go such a long way for the show. I cannot emphasize that enough. Um, small businesses, creators like myself, um, small business owners, like every little bit helps. Every little bit helps. So thank you guys all so much. I appreciate you. The, 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 the downloads have been up and I've been excited to see that every single time I hop on here, it's incentivizing me to, to do this more. Um, I appreciate you all. Please share the, the show on iTunes or share it on the Instagrams and stuff like that. All the links will be in the show notes and I'll check out the next episode. Peace.